Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cash That. This is your host, Joe Delera, and we've got a special home run derby MLB all-star game edition for you. And I brought in one of those classic dingers, a big heavy hitter. We've got Maddie Chucks here. Uh, might have to change your Twitter name, dude, to Maddie Dingers or something for now. But uh, we got Matt here. You know, you've heard him before. It's nice to have you on here, Matt. Yeah, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to hop on uh, the Cash That podcast. Hope all is well. I'm excited for this derby. Uh, my As a Mets fan, it's been fun for the last couple of years just, just to see Pete Alonzo hit a bunch of dingers. So yeah, I'm excited for it. You're pretty spoiled lately, honestly. <laughs> uh, but look, it's it's kind of an interesting format, and we're going to talk a little bit about the odds. We're going to talk about you know where there's maybe a little bit of value here. Um, but it's a pretty good field. I mean, you got the reigning champ. You got Pete Alonso. You have Kyle Schwarber, Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna Jr. Julio Rodriguez is interesting. He's somebody that I think we're definitely going to be talking about a lot here. And you also have um, Corey Seager, Jose Ramirez and Albert Pujols in the twilight of his career uh, here. So it's oh, yeah. it's going to be interesting because, like, the range of home runs that have been hit by this group is dramatic. I mean, Pujols has six, and then Schwarber has 28. So <laughs> this is – it's really interesting. Um, is there anybody that stands out to you uh, at first, Matt, or, uh, you know, a name that you're kind of looking at, maybe depending um, on the price? I mean, yeah, Alonzo I was hoping would be like a – somewhat reasonable line but uh at like almost some of them have plus 185 and that's just like the dumbest bet ever at that price it's i mean crazy. i do think he's gonna win but like i would never take that price just because you know you never know what's gonna happen um one thing that one thing that's weird about the matchups is like one guy can have a like 25 home run first inning or first yeah. round and they go like on the little swing off and then you just get tired and then the next round they're just dead. So you never know what's going to happen. There, there may be some good live spots, honestly. Honestly, yeah. I like that. Um, one, one of the things I think we should talk about, too, is this is obviously the All-Star Game, All-Star Weekend. It's happening in L.A. It's happening at Dodger Stadium. And uh, you prior to us recording, we were talking about this, but Dodger Stadium is really one of the most like symmetrical ballparks out there. So I don't, I don't necessarily think there's huge edge for anybody like righty or lefty. Um, and a lot of times, you know, we've seen where it's like, you know, it's at Yankee stadium. It's like, all right, well, like the right field's got the short porch or, you know, at Fenway, you know, it's the left field's got the green monster. So it gets a little hairy, but if you're getting a lot of lift, then that's one thing. So I don't necessarily know if there's like a real angle here. Um, we'll, we'll obviously know a little bit more about the weather on Monday night. But right now, there's no like discernible edge for anyone just just based on terms of the ballparks like yeah. layout. Um, but like you said, with the matchups, I think this is what makes it a little bit interesting because, like, I, I don't I don't really think that Pujols has a great shot here. He's just I think yeah. he's just old. Like the guys hit six home runs, and you've got him against Kyle Schwarber in the first part of the bracket. And one of the things about Schwarber and like, I, I, I'm not sure who swings first, um, probably Pujols since he's the eight seed. Um, oh, yeah, and if he swings, yeah, if he swings first, that might be real easy for Schwarber to get through and not really go crazy in the first round, kind of conserve some of his energy. Uh, and that's something that he said back in 2018 when he lost, um, he was like, ah, maybe I can learn a little bit more from this and 
keep up some energy. What do you think there? Yeah, um, I think him being able to conserve some energy, like with Pujols, like you have to understand, like Alonzo has to face Acuna, which they're they're going to go at it. Corey Seager, Julio Rodriguez are going to go at it. Juan Soto, Jose Ramirez are going to go at it. Pujols is the like if there was a betting favorite of someone to like you know get six home runs like he has in the season, it's going to be Pujols. <laughs> so if Schwarber bats second, he could coast save his energy, and then he's kind of in a great spot going forward but you know maybe if i don't i don't know if he does go first maybe he does go first um and then he kind of takes it slow and Pujols just kind of goes balls to the wall so it's kind of like you have to learn when to use your energy right it could hurt him not using enough energy maybe he ends up going in like a uh swing off when he probably shouldn't have but you have to think schwarber on that side of the bracket is probably probably going to come out um i think soto and ramirez will probably go toe to toe and then Schwarber will just kind of pick up the mess there yeah I, I that's that's kind of the way I feel and honestly even if he does have to swing first I don't think it really matters like I just think that this is like an easy first round matchup where you're looking at the next one it's like Soto and Ramirez are gonna have to that's gonna be tight that's not gonna be you know that's not gonna be like the easiest type of situation there um and I think one of the things that's interesting about those guys is you know like Soto came close last year before losing to Alonzo um and then but both these guys like they're I think they're both power hitters right they hit a lot of home runs they also hit like the ball like they just hit a lot of line drives so I'm not sure you know if that's good bad um but but I but they obviously both can contend anyway um So, you know, instead of necessarily needing to go through all of these, like one by one, besides Pete, obviously, is there anybody that's like standing out to you? Like, how do you decide who you're going to look at in this type of matchup, this type of format? Um, One thing I I love is the money aspect. Um, Fair. You get get $500,000 if you win the home run derby, Um, which is why I was on Alonzo last year um, because his contract was $500,000. So he doubled his contract if he won it. And to me, that's just so much more incentive than a guy like motivator. who just signed a, that ridiculous contract. Um, so I don't think Corey Seager is going to really be, you know, looking to win this thing from the money perspective. But one thing about Julio Rodriguez that I love is that he makes $700,000 for this season. If he wins the Derby, he almost doubles his money. But I was looking a little deeper into it, and like he plays Corey Seager first first round, and I was wondering why there were no Dodgers for the um, like home home fans. But then I kind of realized that Corey Seager's hit in this ballpark for so long, and yeah. this is his like return maybe, and they're gonna cheer him on and whatever. Maybe he just kind of gets overwhelmed with emotion, and he just doesn't, maybe he plays really well, maybe he doesn't. I just think money talks, and I like Julio Rodriguez. Um, to come out of that that matchup, yeah, and he's gonna... and he's eleven to one to win the to win the Derby, and I think you can even bet him head to head in the first round. So you can actually bet him he's plus one forty five or no wait he's minus one fifteen against Seager. So yeah. he's actually favored slightly against Seager. Seager's minus one ten in that matchup. That's the closest one in terms of head to head matchups actually in the first round. Yeah, I mean, my my theory is like uh, Seager's going to get overwhelmed with emotion hitting at the park and have the fans there. 
maybe the first round is in his feels a little bit and he's just, you know, not a hundred percent. Um, I think, I think Rodriguez is trying to make his mark. Uh, I think it's going to make him more uh, name recognition if he wins as well to the casual yeah. fan. Um, so I love, and I love younger guys too, because they seem like they just, I mean, Seager's young too, but guys really haven't proven themselves. Like Seager's won world series. He's been the guy world series MVP. This is kind of like a little like icing on the cake, but Julio Rodriguez is like, he may actually want this. So I really like Julio Rodriguez at the price. The only problem with Julio Rodriguez is that he faces Alonzo in the second round, most likely. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be the biggest hurdle. Yeah. Uh, like you, you almost, and it's kind of tough to say, cause it's like, you don't want to say like, Oh, he needs Acuna to beat Alonzo, but Alonzo has been such a good favorite the past two years. And like, even though the money might not be an issue for him anymore, I think like the title matters yeah, for him. He'd be the first player to go back to back to back. Right. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think Griffey so. did it. I think Griffey defended it twice and actually Cespedes defend, uh, defended it. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I so, know. I don't think someone's done three in a row. I have to double check. Yeah. My one concern with Rodriguez is, you know, he's, he's never played, he's never done like obviously a major league home run derby before. And he's, you know, he's hit a lot of home runs. He's got, you know, he's got 16 home runs on the season, Uh, but he's played. It's not like he's played like a shorter amount of games. He's played 89 games. He's got like the same amount of at bats. He's got a lot of hits. Like he's a great hitter. I'm wondering if, you know, it might be tough for him to adjust his swing or if he needs to make any adjustments. Like I'm, that's my only concern for him, but I'd also imagine that he probably is getting a little bit of advice. I'd imagine Griffey might've called him up and said, (laughs) you know, like these some things you need to do. So, but I I do like the spot and uh, the number is great. He's 11 to one. Yeah, I mean, think about going through like a lot of younger guys have been winning like um, Alonzo, Judge won when he was younger, Stanton won when he was in the Marlins. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, Harper won when he was somewhat, not young, but I feel like it's going to be one of these younger guys. Um, I'm definitely taking Pujols out of the equation. I feel like it's almost like we got to find someone on the right side to beat Schwarber. One thing I want Jose Ramirez to do is just to go like bat righty for like the first round and then like bat lefty for like the second that's round. That'd, that'd be such a flex that I would <laughs> love to see. Um, odds are he wouldn't do that, but there's a lot of good names in this. Um, I really like Rodriguez. Again, I know everyone's going to watch us and be like, oh, it's Pete Alonzo, but like we yeah. get it. But the odds. Yeah. I think one of the fun ones. And one of these fun props they have too is player to hit the longest home run because it's not Alonzo. Like Alonzo's not there. Like that's just not his thing. He no. just hits home runs. So it's Acuna and Schwarber are the top there. And actually Ramir- Jose Ramirez is at the bottom there as well. Like he's huh. 15 to one. So I think that this is probably a spot that I might buy in on like, like an Albert Pujols, like just like absolutely n- murdering a ball. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, I think what you've been saying is like, you want to have somebody that's going to last multiple rounds. Like you want to have somebody on this prop in particular, that's like, even if they don't get to the finals, you kind of need two rounds. At least you probably, it means you probably hit a lot of home runs in the first round. And then like, you're getting a second bite at the apple again. Um, yeah. And that's why like Schwarber at plus three forty. I think I prefer, I almost prefer this to him winning 
because I like I think it might be tough for him to get out of like you know it might be just tough to beat Pete at yeah. the end of the day. So, but at plus three forty, I, I think I like Schwarber to win, kind of regardless. He's a plus three thirty, but I think longest home run at plus three forty. I can totally see him doing that unless you just think Acuna is going to literally take the cover off of baseball. What you could do. Um, there's a lot of studs in this. Um, oh, I think this Derby's cool because you have the best young talent in the league with like Soto, Acuna. Yeah. And then you have um, just power hitters like Alonzo and Schwarber, some young guns like Seager, Rodriguez, and then some guys who've been around the block. So it's, it has a good mix of everything. Um I like the name, the finalists bets. Yeah. Um, but you're really getting like, like you can get Schorber versus Alonzo for the same price as Schorber to win. Um, yeah. Which is kind of interesting because you just need him to beat Pujols, win one more, and then root for Pete to get there. Yeah. And you could bet him straight just to make the finals at plus 135. Yeah. I think that's probably, as if we want a plus money play, that's going to be the most valuable. You get that. You basically get him plus one thirty five, not to be disrespectful to the late great, you know, Albert Pujols, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you get him plus one thirty five to beat Soto or Ramirez, basically. Which is great. Like that's a good. That's a good you know number. I mean? That's a good number, especially if he doesn't might not necessarily have to be in a swing off. You think Soto and Ramirez? It's like this. This could be tight. You know. Um, yeah. I think that's probably a good number. I I love it. Um, and then you if you think Schwarber is going to go to the final, you can get like uh, if you think like Julio Rodriguez gets there, um, him versus I thought I just had it. Him versus um, like Schwarber versus uh, Rodriguez. It's eleven to one. Yes, which is, it's good because you get him to get the breach the final. Yeah, and then it's like you can kind of play with it from there. Yeah. I, like I mean, Schwarber Alonzo is what everyone wants to everyone wants to see. Everybody wants that, and they're they're purposefully on opposite sides of the bracket. Yeah. So, I mean, Acuna is a tough draw, though. I'm looking at this a little more. Like, he could win. Like, that's the thing. He could win. Yeah, like Acuna is such a tough draw because he's just like a wild card. Like, yeah, like it's like he's only got eight home runs this year, but like he's coming off injury. He hasn't played as much. Um, He's only played, you know, 58 games. So he's got eight home runs, but his slugging is 420. His OPS is 786. Like he's having a great season. He just hasn't played as much. Yeah. Which, which is interesting. Like, do you think the Braves and, but that also goes into my theory of like the Braves are trying to make the playoffs. They're like, they're going to be like, dude, chill out. Like you've played, yeah, you've played half the season. Don't, like you need to rest too. So yeah. maybe, maybe that is like a reason why they put him at the seven, just because that's kind of the thought process, you know? And it's such an interesting, I love this. I love this Homer Derby. I really wish I Alonzo was different. Yeah. Um, I think you could do Schorber with like anybody in the finals, honestly. If Schorber, if Schorber doesn't make the finals, I think that's a. You just live with it. Like if he doesn't make the finals, you live with it. Cause that means that. You know, at least you're gonna you're like you probably see like Juan Soto or somebody then because it's not gonna be Bulls. Like it's just it's just not like I don't like if I'm wrong I'm wrong but like I just I don't really yeah. see a scenario where Bulls can really advance at all. I kind of want if, if 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 I were to give out any play and again obviously don't 
don't take this and like put like a bunch of units on this because no. Derby. I would take Kyle Schwarber to make the final. That's like plus one thirty five. That's great yeah. bet. Because even if even if it's Alonzo or not, like if it's not Alonzo, he probably wins. But if it's Alonzo, it's close, and you already won your bet, and he yeah. made it to the finals. Then you're fine. And then okay, so then here's the here's the only other here's the FanDuel actually is offering Pete Alonzo versus the field at minus two fifty. I hate to, I would hate to just lay money on a minus two fifty anything. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I, think it's preposterous. Like if you want to just root against somebody, you could do you could do this. Yeah. But like I just don't think that that's I, I probably would wouldn't bet that. Um no. I think you're better off just trying to figure out like an individual spot where Pete Alonzo would lose. Yeah. I I kind of like the one thing about Pete Alonso too is like, is the pressure going to get to him? Like everyone knows, like like the last round was like, there was like a little bit of pressure, but not really. And yeah. like, he played Trey Mancini in the final. He got a little lucky with some with some rounds that went, you know, Soto and whoever. Like if he doesn't make it, like the pressure could get to him, um, you know, and that could be. He had to like come back. He was like yeah. down a little bit, and like it just was like, what the heck just happened here? One thing that Pete Alonso does have is the best pitcher, and that's a good angle to look at. Dave Jouse is an absolute True. stud homer derby pitcher. Did you see the uh, graphic of, like, all the balls? They're all, like, in exactly the same spot. Because they don't waste pitches. Like, I, that's one thing I wish I knew who was pitching to who because, like, some people bring their dads on. Who, like, if it's so- your dad, just they're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like uh, who's taking it seriously, who's not. Pete Alonso obviously wants this. He did get hit by that car in the all season and like said like he's taking every minute for granted. Blah blah blah. So uh, that that thing that he said and he's been like living life that way. Yeah. But the nerves can get there again. I don't think the Mets want him to fuck to mess up his swing either. And like I'm looking at these like finalists like Kyle Schwarber to beat Julio Rodriguez. And stuff like that is like plus two thousand. Um, like those are some nice value plays that I think is. And great. and like I, yeah, like if you're gonna look to fade Pete, I think that's the way to do it. Like pick somebody on his side of the bracket to make the finals. Um, pick somebody on his side of the bracket to win because you're probably getting a little bit better of a number. Or like people aren't really looking at it that way, you know. Um, like when they put these odds out, they're just trying to get action really and like i can't even imagine what the hold is on this um so you know don't go crazy when you bet these but um i agree i like i think my favorite bet is short to make the finals and i'll probably play that like longest home run i'll I'll do a little bit more research probably put some out on the twitter machine and uh get you guys that information yeah i think mine short would make the finals and julio rodriguez to beat seager in round one yeah basically even money yeah and then I'm gonna throw some fun little uh matchup bets. Yeah, those you are those to. are gonna be cool. You have to. Like I think that um let's see. I I love the I also love the total swing offs. There's an over under on that. That's so, awesome. So there's an over so if there's gonna be one swing off, it's plus one oh five on DraftKings. That's pretty awesome. I think that's that kind of can work. Like we've seen, I, I don't remember a home run derby that we haven't seen that in. Yeah, I don't remember that. I love the swing offs. I think the swing offs is is awesome. 
it's a great addition to the derby. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I, I just want to know how, how they did these seedings. Like, how does that? I don't know. Cause it doesn't really, I guess, I guess Alonzo is number one because of He's number two. It's Schwarber's number one. Oh, you're right. I, it must just be total home runs because. Oh, pools is eight. Yeah, yeah, Pujols is eight. Acuna is seven. That's that's how they did it, which is like, I think it kind of jacks it up a little bit because yeah, Acuna is only seven because he's been hurt. Exactly. Like, like that's a, that's like the worst matchup you could have, honestly. Because exactly. <laughs> Julio Rodriguez, he'd have more than him, um, and maybe even Jose Ramirez because he's been kind of slumping in the home run department lately. Yeah, I think he's only hit one in the last month or so. So. You wonder too if, like, for a guy like Ramirez, is the, is the home run derby almost fixed his swing? Like, yeah. he hasn't been hitting home runs in a while. Yeah. Um, you really never know. But that that's what I would bet. I, I like Schwarber to make the finals. And then, Matt, like, since we got you on here, and I think we both are kind of in the same boat on what we liked for the derby, we always talk about this our long shot futures parlays. I well, think, you know, I have an open one. The last leg is the Yankees. I was telling you about that when we tried to create the other one with the Celtics. Yeah. Um, I, I still think it's the Bills year. And then you were telling me a little bit about hockey and how the Canes. So much stuff went down in hockey. Yeah. Yeah. The Canes just pulled off some crazy, some crazy transactions that you think make them severely undervalued. Yeah, I mean, they jumped a little bit to 12 to 1, but I mean, dude, so much stuff happened. Like, I'm like, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, the Avs are still 4 to 1. The Leafs signed uh, Sam Zanov from the Capitals. Um, the Lightning had to let go of Palat, but they kind of kept almost everybody. But yeah. they're, I'm almost discounting them because I just don't think that they're, it's hard they're to make gas, run after run. Yeah, it's hard to make run after run after run after run. The Hurricanes are ripe and ready to go. They lost to the Rangers in seven games, but their starting goalie wasn't even in the series. Um, they just got uh, a bunch of guys in the offseason. They did trade away some people and let some people go, but their core is is absolutely insane right now. Yeah, And I think at 12-1, to 1, it's a very solid bet. And the, also the abs aren't on their side either so <laughs> yeah that's also fair because then it gives you an opportunity because they're actually 13 to 1 on caesars i noticed caesars has been moving their lines a little bit slower um with this because like i know we both like the bills right for yeah. the super bowl so we got i'll throw them in there i'll throw the canes in there the one team that i'm really interested in and i think the line is off is and i think it's still off is the brooklyn nets are 20 to 1 on Caesars. Yeah. They're like down to like 12 to one. I have some 50 to one tickets that I logged in the action app. Um, I don't, the way it looks, it doesn't seem like Kyrie and Katie are going to get moved in the event. No. They don't get moved that these odds are insane. Like they're way too long. So yeah. if you did a parlay right now of the Canes, the bills and the nets, it's $1 to win 2,200. Wow. Which is awesome. And then if you wanted to add in, like, you know, obviously, like, if you want to add in a baseball play, if you wanted to add in, say, the the Yankees makes it $1 to win 11000 If you add the Mets, for you here, Matt, it's $1 to win 17000 That's sick. What book is that? Caesars. 
Yeah, you got a lot better numbers than DraftKings right here. Yeah, so like I think especially when you're doing these, it sounds funny, but it's like when you're doing these futures parlays, the difference in the number can matter so much. Like on each individual yeah. one, it's like if you it, like it's like if you're putting a dollar on something at thirteen to one versus fourteen to one, like sure, like it ma- doesn't matter, like whatever, like it's not the end of the world if you don't have money on a certain book, but if you're getting a number like that, like they just start compounding like exponentially. So I yeah. mean, a dollar on each of those, like that's, it's kind yeah. of, <laughs> I would honestly like do a bunch of those, like a dollar, make like five, $5 worth of them. Yeah. And they're just so much fun to root for. I actually just did realize there was one I posted on Twitter where I had like three UFC fighters that were plus money with the, uh, I forget who it was. It was the Avs the bucks and someone else and if the bucks had won the nba finals it was 20 bucks for like 45 grand that's and disgusting the only, the only leg i missed was the bucks so chris middleton i'm about a Venmo request that guy because if he didn't get hurt they probably would have beat the celtics i know and he got he got surgery too so it's like he was like i don't know why they thought he was going to come back yeah i don't know maybe he was going to tough it out yeah and, Maybe, little... maybe it was the Isaiah Thomas treatment with the Celtics. Where they're just like, oh, you're fine. Get out there. Yeah, it's like, no, like I'm not fine at all. So, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, that I, I love these. And I feel like every time you come on, we got to always uh, throw a little futures parlay in together. Oh, 100%. Are you, are you putting that in? I, I put it in. I put it in. I, like, have my – I have 32 open bets on Caesars. And they're, like, all these <laughs> – it's, like, all these just, like – one dollar parlays um i'm doing that i did the canes the bills the nets and the yankees just so if the yankees by any means win this world series i'll hopefully be happy yeah like i have like the bucks the yankees the bills like i have the nets the yankees the bills like i have like all these like random ones and then i also have like um i have ross chastain to win the uh whatever the nascar thing is because tom (laughs) said to do that (laughs) at like 60 to one those are great. I actually, I actually have one. Uh, one thing I started doing, and I did it when the Mets went down and they won. They came back from like that, uh, like seven run deficit earlier in the season. Because if you get a money line at like plus six, seven hundred, it just it wipes away that leg for the futures. So like one thing yeah. I did when the when the Oilers were facing the Flames and they were down like two to one or three to two going to the third period, their sixty minute line was plus six hundred. So I, I I put that in a futures parlay because I was up on the night and I was like, oh, let me just fool around. And I did uh I did 25 bucks on the Oilers 60 minute line, the Warriors to win the finals, which just happened. Uh the Astros and the Bills, and it pays out 20 grand. That's I, ridiculous. I could cash out for 350 right now. And I'm yeah, well, that's the thing. It like it kind of creates like an interesting cash out leg. Like I did that with uh I think it was Justin Thomas to win yeah. whatever, like the open. And it like just skyrockets the odds because like, if you can find something live, that's like, Oh, like this could happen. And then it just, you know, cause you're just getting a leg right out of the way. And I think they struggle with the, you know, actually setting those lines properly. Yeah. It's a, I think I bet the Lakers to win the, the, uh, the NBA finals. I forget at what I like 25 to one. And then all this news came out of the whole Kyrie thing and the odds just tanked. Like I could cash out of my Lakers future for, more money yeah i've thought about doing that because i have the same bet and i'm like because i feel like the news has died down a lot yeah and like i don't know if it's gonna happen now but it's kind of like 
I, I would leave. I have a bet for them to win the West. I probably would leave that just because of LeBron. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think that the finals is a little bit tougher just because, like, you just don't know with Anthony Davis. And then, obviously, you have, you know, the, the Bucks and company in the West or in the East, rather. Yeah. Bucks and the Celtics. So, I think it's a tough play. But, Matt, it was great having you on here. And before we let you go, do you have any quick recommendations for the listeners? Um, recommendations. Actually. What about? What about what? I would say, what about your, uh, your new, your new (laughs) daily grind? I didn't want to, I didn't want to shamelessly plug, but I will, uh, (laughs) daily grind, which is not daily. And, uh, it's a morning show I do on Twitter. Um, but Twitter was down the other day when I was trying to go on for my second episode. So I may just make like a random YouTube just to like stream it there if need be. Uh, but I just chop up the MLB slate on there. It's called the daily grind. You can see it on my Twitter at Maddie Chucks. Other than that, I would say to recommend uh, watch Stranger Things and finish the last season if you haven't, because it was pretty fantastic. Dude, I've never watched Stranger Things. The first time I watched it, I thought it was literally just too dark. Like whatever TV I was watching it on, I like couldn't change the settings, and it was just so I like couldn't see it, and I was like, I'm out. Like I, I can't watch the show. <laughs> uh, it's it, it's not bad. I mean, it's probably weird going back and watching it now, but. You know, maybe you got to stop watching sports one night, Joe, and put on Stranger Things. Look, I'm obsessed with the Knicks in the Summer League. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm going to recommend, I think the Drew League starts tomorrow. So, if you can catch any of those clips uh, for NBA purposes, that's going to be awesome. Like, you get everybody kind of plays in that. It's like Summer League, but for players that are actually good um, for the most part. So, that's going to be a pretty exciting time. So with that, you know, check out Matt on Twitter at Matty Chucks. Check out his new show, The Daily Grind. He's got the he's got the other show for better or for worse. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. With with Nick. Uh, so that that's always a great show. You know, you can tune in, check out what he's got going on. And, you know, we'll we'll try to have you back on here again, Matt, probably closer to you know, maybe baseball playoffs, hockey's getting, we'll get going soon uh, again already. And then uh, we'll try to get a little bit more details out there. So thanks for coming on, Matt. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And uh, one thing real quick, we will do a big futures lay, like a serious one. And let's just say when it gets closer to world series time, that's when we should do it. I'm in. I'm in. We'll post it on Twitter and have everyone ride, and it should be fun. Yeah, well, it'll be better to get a big – it'll be easier to pick a big baseball leg with that point. Yeah. So, with that, let's cash that. You're special, special. You do. I can see it in your eyes. I can see it when you laugh at me. Look down on me and walk around.